Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 46, Disconnected Connections. Boy, I know y'all be loving our titles. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, they just be doing the most out there. I know. It's because sure. we're artists and we're sensitive about our <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Erica Badu, for that line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, interns. So today's session is going to be all about your tribe. Your friends. Your mm-hmm. circle, <laughs> your squad, your, your clique, clique. <laughs> and your crew. <laughs> Them heifers that you be chilling with. Yes, all that. So basically, even though we just kind of gave y'all a, a sh- short word definitions, um, it's basically your community of people that you have, that you share interest with, and they provide you support. Uh, you know, one of the funny things about having, uh, an inner circle, you know, it makes me think of people that are loners and say, well, I don't need nobody. I don't need no friends. I don't, it's like, you know what? You are a human being. We all need somebody at some point in time, you know, being alone is not what we are built for. Mm-hmm. Uh, now while you may want solace and solitude at some point in time, you know, you need people. Mm-hmm. So when you, when that time comes, are the people in your life quality people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and anytime I have those clients who say that, make that statement of, I don't need anybody. I tell them, you know, even from birth, unless there's something going on, they immediately put the baby on the mama's chest because it's in our innate nature mm-hmm. to need someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, if you ever were to study like energy psychology, this is not a psych one-on-one because we're not going to deep dive in that. You realize how much we depend on each other's energy, each other's spirit, each other's whatever that we have connecting us to get vibes from. Like when people say, oh, we got good chemistry. Oh, we got good vibes. That's your energy. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that you need in order to be connected. <laughs> here she goes. I know. Y'all, here she goes. Dr. got that look on her face. She trying like, to deep I'm about dive. to do it. I'm about to do it. <laughs> I was ready to when she said, but you know, I'm, I'm going to stay in line because these are my friends too. <laughs> and she said, this was not a psych 101. So we don't, I mean, if you need to add a little bit, nah, but don't go. No, nah, we four. not. No, nah, we're not deep diving. Cause that, that does take a lot. But I agree with you, and yeah. I, I'm not trying to sound like a you know a conspiracy theorist, so <laughs> even though you are. I am, <laughs> totally. Uh, and my husband will tell you I've been watching conspiracy theory videos all weekend. Oh so. God, this may not be the right video, <laughs> not right session to do. <laughs> so, but I but I agree with you, Doctor Wall. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> on what you said about you know vibing. And how do you determine what those vibes are? You know, Mm -hmm. we have all kinds of levels of friends uh, or people in our, in our relationships or our lives. And um, sometimes we don't 
take stock on who this person is, how this person is, you know, involved in our life and what way we want them to be involved in our Mm -hmm. lives. Um, We don't set the boundaries that are necessary based off the type of friend that Mm -hmm. they are. You know, there's so many different ways that you have to look at once you become an adult. Yeah. You know, how people are involved with you, what kind of access these people have to you. You know, it's much more complex than, you know, when we're in third grade. You know, Mm -hmm, because, mm -hmm. you know, those kinds of situations, you're kind of forced into a confined area. Mm -hmm. You know, you're forced to be around people for, you know, multiple hours a day, multiple Mm -hmm. days a week. And there's an expectation that you will form a relationship with somebody. You're often pushed into having friendships with certain people. But once you become an adult, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so. Yeah, you no longer have the friends by proximity thing like because you're around me oh I get to be your friend we get to build a relationship I think that's why when we've had so much social turmoil in the last 10 years that people have been looking at folks that they grew up with like oh I never knew you Mm -hmm. I didn't know your family thought like this I didn't you know all of that kind of stuff because you grew up and went to you know elementary through high school probably together some people went on a college together and then you look at something drastic happens in our country that changes the infrastructure and you're like oh shoot I don't really know you you don't like me mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's so it kind of rocks everything about you and then that kind of leads you to think okay maybe I wasn't as deeply connected to this person as I thought it was just convenient mm-hmm. yeah and it's difficult to have those deeper relationships with people Mm -hmm. after you become an adult because a lot of people don't want to become friends with people they work with because it's like I don't want nobody in my business (laughs) 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 you don't even want a friend except friend requests from people on your job you know block yeah (laughs) well we ain't got that many at this spot right so that's a good I think all of us are friends here Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but at some previous places blocked Mm -hmm. with the t on them blocked Mm -hmm. when you found them and blocked them right yes and ignore the request (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah so it makes it more difficult to especially when you you have a family you have children Mm -hmm. and your life really just revolves around your children and your spouse Mm -hmm. you know and it's just I don't know. I think it just becomes more difficult. I think that's why a lot of married couples don't have a life because Mm -hmm. it becomes more difficult to have a extended friendship or friendships with people because you don't necessarily even want to have a relationship with your neighbors. either. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Yeah. I I would say, well, I have two thoughts. My first, I'll go ahead and say what, no, actually, let me, let me back that up. So what do you guys think is the most difficult type of um, circle or friendship to develop? Do you think it's you developing friends as a single person or developing couple friends? I would say couple friends. I would say couple friends as well. Uh, You know, I'm a single person. So, well, first of all, I'm an introvert, so I don't really care anyway. But when I am a single person, it's just me. I don't have to really worry about that. When you get into a, a couple you really want to be like wise with who you choose. Number one, because you always have hotheads in your group. So you got to make sure they mesh well with whoever the new couple is. Mm -hmm. Are they really about marriage? Do they have the same boundaries and beliefs? And not like, 
uh clones of each other or anything like that but it's more so okay are you gonna come in and jack our you know relationships up it's kind of like um what's the boy name mike in oh i swear i was thinking that. yes because like mike everybody technically loved mike when they grew up no problem he got married to sheila but then he he a dog he been a dog the whole time but it's a whole other level when now you have tied yourself to someone and you intentionally sabotage other people's relationships too Mm-hmm. And then I think you have to also look at like when you develop friendships with couples, do the couples have the same mindset of loyalty? Like that part. If mm-hmm. you if if me and Dr. Strickland and Dr. Wall hanging out and we all got spouses, can mm-hmm. their spouses trust us to be encouraging yes. enough to, you know, not be out there just doing yeah. whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like prime example, uh, Dr. Jones Hines and I were talking earlier and I said that I saw her her hoops, her hoops. And um <laughs> He, they had just left for uh lunch or whatever and i saw him i guess he dropped something off in his office in her office as he normally does because he's a sweetheart <laughs> and um i see him like hey mr hans <laughs> he's talking about hey dr wall <laughs> and so like you want people around your significant <laughs> other especially because they are newlyweds like mm-hmm. they are trustworthy yeah mm-hmm. what i look like being all inappropriate laying across him or doing something you know what i mean you want to have you want to have good vibes with the people that are in your life and you want to be able to be like man i i know if he needed something he would be able to go to her he may not ever go to her but Mm -hmm. he could if he needed to and you can't Mm -hmm. really say that with everybody in your your world so Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause baby, <laughs> <laughs> my husband will call Lafanya mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Yes, yeah, a heartbeat. He's much better about it now than what he <laughs> used to be. <laughs> but let let us be on some 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 stuff. Uh, Come get your friend. And it don't, hey, y'all, I'm telling y'all, it her. don't even matter what time it is. <laughs> it can be two o'clock in the morning. He'll send me. Can you check on your friend? Yes. <laughs> He may not call, I but he'll send it. me a text. It, it's irritating, but I love that he has the, that, you know, that that relationship is there uh-huh. to be able to yeah. do that. So that lets me know that there is, you know, it's love across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what you dream of as yeah. a kid. Like you want to be able to do the, the girls trips or the boys trips, but you also want to be able to do the couples trips and you want to yeah. be able to have your significant other be comfortable with your, your bestie and things like that. It just, it just don't always happen Mm because some people are crappy. Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. So I think I would agree with you ladies as well that I think developing couple relationships are extremely difficult because you have two sets of interests that you, excuse me, actually have four sets of interests or six or however many sets of couples there are. Mm -hmm. You have all of these different mindsets that are trying to come together to form a bond. And that can be very difficult, especially the more people that you add to Mm -hmm. the circle, you know, that now you have to check in with so many, get so many opinions, um, agree on so many different things. And it, it becomes much harder Mm-hmm. Um, for everybody to stay on the same page, for these two not to click up with these two and then be talking about these other ones on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be... Um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think, I think it then becomes a job 
to have friendships just like it's a job to have oh. be married but mm-hmm. it becomes a job to have these friendships and Ooh, it's like yeah. what's the point because mm-hmm. i don't want to have to work that hard like i get there are like ebbs and flows in relationships but i don't want to have to be like constantly fighting yeah for mm-hmm. this relationship like i've had uh friendships like that and i'm like i'm just gonna have to let you go like it's, it's too much like if i'm exerting this amount of energy and why am i holding on mm-hmm. am, I, am i holding on just because it's familiar and whatever maybe you just were just supposed to be in my life for a season and now the season is over and i need mm-hmm. to be okay with that yeah yeah and i think that comes with self-reflection like we mm-hmm. in order to have friendships whether it's single in your single life or your married life or after college or during college or whatever you have to do some self-reflection and know what type of relationship you're looking for know what you're looking for know what you're missing in your life because you can't provide everything to yourself so mm-hmm. know what it is that you're missing in your life and seek after that but yeah. and and also make sure you can reciprocate what you're seeking after as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you bring to the table? Yes, that's how you should meet any new relationship, not just friendship or whatever. Like, what am I bringing to the table? Because I can't just come and take, and I don't give anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then what do you really enjoy? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody know that I love dancing. So if you a dancer, you got me. It don't even matter what kind of dance you do. Like we can go just do some pole dancing. It don't even matter. Uh oh, I'm on it. She's trying to call me out. That's what it is. Yeah, y'all. yeah. That's, that's I'm what trying to is. get her over there to wiggle, 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 wiggle. That's all right because I'm gonna put on some music and she's gonna be over in that corner bucking. <laughs> And the thing is, it doesn't always have to be all commonalities that you have. Y'all will have some differences as well. And the thing is, it just because y'all have differences, it doesn't even mean y'all can't bond on the differences because Mm -hmm. we may be able to teach somebody about those differences. And then it's like, oh, I didn't even know that that's what hiking was. Like, let me go hiking with you. Mm -hmm. No, no, I don't want to be one of those friends. So don't (laughs) invite me. Like, I I got my badges in Girl Scout. It's too much stuff out there. I don't want (laughs) to. When you think about developing individual friendships, Mm -hmm. what do you find is, so, you know, we have quality over quantity, right? Mm -hmm. When you think about quality, deep versus surface, Mm -hmm. because both of those types of friendships are applicable and beneficial in their own way. Mm -hmm. So what quality can you ladies see in a surface friendship? And what quality, of course, do you see in a deep uh, friendship? Good question, Dr. Strickland. (laughs) Thank you. I'm trying to do the, see, I didn't get to do my deep dive on the energy. So I'm trying to do the deep dive everywhere else. Um, I don't really have one for the surface level because I think for me, I don't really do well with surface level friendships. I really wouldn't say that I have acquaintances. I have people who are friends with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like we have a friend that connects us, Mm -hmm. but I'm not out here reaching out to you or doing any, anything beyond that. So I I can't really speak on that. Um, cause I hate surface level stuff. Small that bothers me. (laughs) But as far as, uh, the deep, I'm looking at like your integrity, who you, who your spirit is, like who you are in your core. Cause that really, with me being as like sensitive as I am, I really have to have good people 
around me. And I don't mean like you out here following whatever you didn't come up with your morals or whatever, but just an all around healthy, good person. Mm-hmm. I would say for me at this um, point in my life, my surface level it's so hard for me to answer that question because some of my surface level people have been connections that I made through my profession. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. they have been like my connections to different things to Mm -hmm. speak in and, you know, just different things. But then because we have a good surface connection, they end up being into my being, I don't want necessarily want to say deeper because I may not talk to them regularly, Mm -hmm. but, I, th- I, th- I would say I would have to say it's a little bit more than surface at that point. Like it, it eventually goes into a little bit more than surface, but not deep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I explained that well, but um, I think I get where you're going. And then my deep uh, relationships, I would say those are the ones that for you to be in my deeper circle, you have to be a real person. Like you have to be able and willing to call me out. You have to be real a real person you have to be a genuine person you have to be a loyal person and you have you have to be somebody I can trust because I don't Mm -hmm. give my trust away easy Mm -hmm. so if you're not those things and you have to all be just all around a good person like you can't just be doing ratchetness and I I just can't (laughs) do it Mm -hmm. you know because I because although I'm not (laughs) I'm not afraid of a fight but I'm not looking for one Gotcha. <laughs> you said them days are over. Huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I think the for me, um, surface level friends, I think they give an element of um, ease. You know, I think that's the quality that a surface level friend can bring to my life. You know, it's just easy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no expectations. There's no, um, you know, we're not holding each other to a certain standard. Uh, so that friendship is one that can just glide, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think for a deeper friendship, the quality I'm, um, sometimes I'm loyal to a fault and I think for me, I expect that in return, even though it doesn't always happen. You won't you add Is this surface or deep? This is deep. deep. Okay. This is deep. Um, yes. What did you say, Dr. Wild? I said she wants herself out of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also want, um, somewhat of my opposite. Hmm. So I would say that all of my like very deep friendships, they are not like me at all. Mm. You know, um, you know, I'm thinking about some of my childhood, you know, I guess best friends, you know, my best friend that I met in college, as well as, you know, both of you ladies, Mm -hmm. you know, like none of these women are like me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do think that for me to have a deep friendship that has quality, I need someone that can balance me out or pull certain things out of me that I don't have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would say that, that would be my needs that I I think that's a good point that you just made pull things out of you Mm -hmm. because I think that's a part of uh, um, trying being willing to try new things Mm -hmm. and when you expose yourself to new things like you like you kind of just expand your mind expand your experience Mm -hmm. and and that's how you develop connections with people because Mm -hmm. even if you try it one time and don't like it it's like I don't like it because 
as you all have heard us say, <laughs> I hate Tex-Mex. Uh, no beans, <laughs> no beans. But no. I do go with Dr. Strickland because that's her favorite, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. it, so, but that's what our friendship is about. Like, it's not just about me. Mm-hmm. I do know that in order for the, us to continue to have connections, we have to do things that each other like, as well as Dr. Wall. There are some things that Dr. Wall may not like and that I like or vice versa. And we have to still do the things that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everybody has to have a little bit of challenge, challenger in a relationship because you have to hold each other accountable, mm-hmm. be better, do better. Um, I'm one of them people don't come and tell me you want to do something be like, so when you're doing it, Mm-hmm. What what plan we need to put together? Okay, you want to do this? Many of my friends or cousins or whatever, no, don't come tell me you talking about you want a uh, a degree. Okay, you want me to sign you? <laughs> oh, girl, like, I was already, just gonna say that. I've already contacted the school for you. Exactly. Please, please don't come telling me what you what you trying to start, what business you trying to start, because I already looked it up and figured out how much money you need when you need to, <laughs> what kind of business plan you need to create, with how much. Yes, we getting ready to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another thing, you know, just as far as deep friendships, you know, if you're talking about building or establishing relationships or continuing ones is while I also want someone that is essentially an opposite, I do want some complimentary things as well, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, cause you do want to have something that you can connect on that you do relate relate mm-hmm. on yeah and I'm a huge like conversation person so mm-hmm. like my any of the like personality tests like Myers-Briggs <laughs> disc mm-hmm. you know the Gallup strengths or whatever mm-hmm. I always end up with and even um the love languages I always end up with quality time mm-hmm. or relator or whatever the other you know kind of what's y'all's Myers-Briggs Ooh, I'm an I S I feel like mine's wrong. <laughs> you just don't like it. Don't do that. I'm an ISTP. Oh, you wanted the weird ones. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. I, I feel can't like even the, remember. I'm ISFJ. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what yours is? I haven't taken it. I want to say it, it was E. Mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Something E. ENFJ? I feel like you might be a E. I definitely see definitely see the E. Excuse um, me, that's me. I would say you oh, are an F. And I can see the J. I can see the J. I can't remember what I the, don't know if the the N part I'm not sure. I can't remember if it was I it, cuz it was so long ago. Yeah. I need to take it again, but I I haven't mm-hmm. taken it in so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a- for everybody wondering, Myers-Briggs is a, a personality test that kind of identifies like how you show up in the world. And there are some that are very common, um, especially like for teachers and therapists, like mine is an ISFJ. It's a very common one. And then you have more rare ones like Dr. Strickland's um, that pop up, but it kind of looks at four main different things. You have, um, introversion versus extroversion you have sensing versus intuit intuiting then you have feeling versus sense is it sensing mm, I no I was thinking feeling yeah. versus thinking yeah. mm-hmm. and then you have um judging versus what's the p Ooh. oh gosh i can't remember what the p perceiving is. maybe yeah i believe so so and y'all can y'all can google this up if it's something you that googles? y'all want to look at 
go to uh, 16 as in the number personalities.com and you can take like a quick version of it it's not going to be the actual Myers-Briggs because ain't nobody sitting for that long yeah, it's a long one. but it's a very quick one um, and you'll also get um, the dash T or A that goes on to that and we, we won't go into depth on that one but because <laughs> that's not what this session is for no but it is a good way to kind of figure out who you are mm-hmm. um, I, I totally forgot where I was going with that comment Oh, similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I want someone that can um, compliment as well as, you know, challenge and be, you know, an opposite of sorts mm-hmm. to me because you want to be able to connect, you know. Oh, that's where I was going. Ha ha. See, sometimes you just got to run it back a little bit. Um, so all of these, you know, personality inventories or whatnot, I usually come out with some version of quality time slash relationship. Mm-hmm. And you know, I am very much so a one-on-one person. And I think Mm -hmm. I've said this on previous sessions before that when I'm with a person, like I focus on that relationship Mm -hmm. and like essentially all others kind of fade away to the background. And I, I just, you know, it's hard for me to focus on multiple friends at one time. Mm -hmm. So I tend to have a very, very small group of individuals that I consider friends Mm -hmm. I have you know associates and acquaintances but like friends is very small because it's you know for me it is very difficult to focus on you know I have six friends it's just too much for me to give a large portion portion of yourself so you may not be someone that wants to do these small percentages so Mm -hmm. if you are like that how are you how are you going to divide yourself that many times like you really going to be exhausted yes yeah I think after maybe high school I think I stopped trying to have that many friends because I don't want it (laughs) I don't want it either and I think for me personally growing up in a dance world you when you're young you assume that everybody you dance with is your friend Mm -hmm. until they stab you with their stiletto in your back (laughs) so you know you kind of you learn the hard way when you're in certain groups and because dance is such a competitive thing you just never really know who you know is in your corner or not so I knew for me I I wouldn't be able to do that and with me being introverted me being a dancer I can turn into somebody else but when I have to be Nichelle or as people who I like call me Nene Mm -hmm. I can't I can't do that oh yeah I've said that before in the past like I can always tell how somebody knows me Mm-hmm. it's uh not quite as firm now um as maybe 10 or 15 years ago mm-hmm. but anybody that called me um Rashonda or Re- <laughs> Rishonda from my mom um <laughs> but anybody that called me Rashonda I knew you you weren't my friend mm-hmm. I knew you knew me from school or you knew me from work because mm-hmm. anybody that was my friend or family called me Shonda mm-hmm. you know and I rarely rarely ever introduce myself as Rashonda. Mm-hmm. But now as I've gotten older, it's only people that know me like throwback that still call me Shonda. Mm. Most people now call me by my full first name. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it, it's sometimes a little bit harder like, Oh dang, well this person didn't start off that way, mm-hmm. you know, but has now transitioned into being a friend, a deeper, you know, relationship and you know making that switch that this nickname that i had doesn't equate anymore to Mm -hmm. 
you belong in my inner circle. Yeah, that's interesting. Because even, again, with the nickname, people from even college, bachelors, I don't think anybody from a master's, but bachelors call me Fani. Mm-hmm. But now, like you said, like everybody now calls me LaFanya. And I don't know if that's because I'm in my career now. And so, but even the people back, back in the day, they still call me Fani and they know I'm a professional Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. they call me Dr. J, but most of the time they call me Fani. So it, it is difficult to determine if, but I I guess I, I still consider them to be in my deep circle because although I may not talk to them like on a daily basis, when I do talk to them, we, it's like we pick up where we left mm-hmm. off. Yeah. yeah. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-mm, I said, yeah. Um, I think that's a good kind of segue into talking about, you know, when we're talk- discussing building your circle, um, but building your circle can also mean um, placing people in the correct category that mm-hmm. they belong yes. in. Yeah. You know, so, you know, uh, we had a list of like different types of friendships that you, you know, kind of can have. So that's also, guys, when we say building, we don't just mean adding people to your circle. Mm-mm, you that's know, the quantity. Mm-hmm. right. That's quantity. When we talk about quality and building a, a tribe, you have to categorize people in the areas that they you know that they belong in so you know while dr wall is kind of bringing it up an example of that could be is you know sarah jane your brunch friend mm-hmm. you know and this is just somebody you can go have brunch with you can kick it and talk about very surface level things but she doesn't belong in you know who you would run to if you were um if you lost your job or if you your you know partner uh, you know, had an affair, you know, she's not going to be that person that you're going to go run to and, and talk about that with because she's just a brunch friend. And also that comes along with that is remembering and not overvaluing the place that you believe you hold in somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. So you may believe that you are a part of somebody else's deeper circle, but you're really their brunch friend. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's not always reciprocal. No. Right. So when we talk about building a tribe, it's a two way. You have to look at how, where other people belong in your life, but assess where you actually belong in other people's. So pay attention to what, how the conversations are. If you're Mm -hmm. the one that's sharing everything and you know, you can go to them uh, pertaining your problems or troubles or anything, and they're not reciprocating that you probably need to evaluate where you are in their life. Because Mm -hmm. usually if it's a, a deep relationship, both are sharing and giving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you are not a friend to them as you are, as they are to you. Mm -hmm. Which is okay. You just need to acknowledge it and own it. Yeah. And, and, and and you have to see the friendship for what it is. Cause see, that's how a lot of people end up being hurt because you think the relationship is different from what it actually is. And you get hurt if, if say for instance, if they are the ones who are having troubles in their relationship and they don't come and talk to you and you find out, and now you're hurt because I thought we were closer than that. Why, Mm -hmm. why didn't you come and tell me? Mm -hmm. Well, have y'all, have they ever shared that type of information with you while y'all at brunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes people are no longer trustworthy. Sometimes, you know, people are territorial. Like it, it, it's just so many different reasons why relationships can't go to a deeper level across the board. So you do just need to be mindful of how you're presenting and how they are presenting. 
So, mm-hmm. well, we have a couple more than a couple, really types of friends. And we got this information from medium.com. The first one that we have is a first friend and a first friend is someone you've known for a long time. And they've, you know, they came probably into your life when you were a kiddo, like mm-hmm. <laughs> elementary, middle school, whatever. And they have just always been that first friend. Now with the first friend, I think it's important that you can have two sides of it. Either this person is going to grow with you and y'all are going to continue to develop together or the familiarity of them being the first friend keeps y'all together. And in those relationships, they tend not to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So I still have, well, I, I would say I still have my, cause I, I still ha- have my first friend, but we're just friends on Facebook, but I do have still have my elementary school best friend. And mm-hmm. I think, well, she lives in Memphis, so uh, obviously distance mm-hmm. keeps us from continuing to be close. And then we went in different directions, but it wasn't different directions in an unhealthy in an unhealthy way. It was we both went to college, then she got married. I went on to continue in school, mm-hmm. and I'm just now getting married. So we live two different. Well, we're living two different lives. But mm-hmm. we st- when we that she's one if when we're, whenever we call each other we'll spend hours on the phone and we will just pick up where mm-hmm. we left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a friend like that. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but um, she probably won't remember us becoming friends the way that we did. Um, but we were friends in middle school, and this young lady was <laughs> rough and tough with her afro puffs. Hey, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you talk about fighting she ain't think twice about it (laughs) you know and I was you know a very and I've said this before in previous session I was a very shy meek you know young teenager um and somehow me and her became friends Mm -hmm. and we would be like the odd couple because like (laughs) wait a minute you're friends with Mm -hmm. you know I'm just gonna call her Jane so you're friends with Jane and it's like yeah and it even came to the point where we became friends so much that she actually lived with us for mm, some time. Okay. Um, but she would be my first friend and it's a very similar kind of situation. You know, I went off to college and then, you know, she went off to, you know, do some other things career wise and we can go years without speaking to each other. Mm-hmm. But when we do, it's that same thing. It's like reconnect. You reconnect. It's as if no time has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I know that she is somebody that will forever be a part of my life. Yeah. You know, like I said, sometimes we can go three, four years without speaking to each other, but yeah, yeah I'm my, I'm my best friend's God, my, uh, children's godmother. So I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's important to note. You don't have to talk to somebody that you're close to every single day. That's not required. Some relationships will need that definitely, but yeah. not mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Like I have, you know, mm-hmm. one of my guy babies, um, mom, you know, shout out to Danny. Shout out to you, girl. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've been friends for a minute and we don't talk all the time, but let some be popping off or let, you know, just random things be going on. It's like no time has lapsed at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first friends, they can be good. Mm-hmm. It's just always in how you maintain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
The next one is a fair weather friend. Now this friend is going to be someone who's around for the good stuff. They want to hear about all the cute things, the exciting moments. This is not a person who's necessarily going to do life. So if your leg fall off, they're not really probably going to be there for you. <laughs> um, you know, they can be a little, you know, standoffish. They don't really want to handle the emotional things. Um, and you often probably will be reevaluating your friendship with this person. And not necessarily because they're toxic or bad, but maybe because you put them in the wrong position in your life, thinking mm-hmm. that they were supposed to be something else. Yeah, yeah. because sometimes we associate happy with deeper than what it really is yeah exactly yeah i don't think i have any fair weather friends in my life i don't think not that i'm aware mm-hmm. of i don't think i do at this stage of yeah life, I'd be yeah like, well, i'm sure maybe. i have yeah, yeah. At one point yeah. in time but yeah, yeah. not now yeah Mm-mm. y'all know i'm resurrecting <laughs> right now <laughs> from the depths of breast cancer so no it's be like nah you brush everybody aside when you go through something mm-hmm. traumatic like that you're like i ain't got time you talking about how I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to get these coins from mm-hmm. to pay for this chemo or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it, it shifts over time. Yeah. Yeah. The next one. Mm, Fake friends. <laughs> mm. This is the person in your life who you refer to as a friend in conversation, but is really more like an acquaintance, but it's, it's also can be like a friend of me. Like there's Mm -hmm. other stuff going on in the background. They could be, you know, gunning for you and you don't know it. It could be the nice nasty or it could just be like someone in your circle who you really don't mess with like that. But because of the proximity, Mm -hmm. you keep dealing with this person. Oh, yeah. A friend of a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I don't think I have any more any more of those in my life either. I don't know uh-huh. if I ever had any fake friends. I mean, if I did, I was completely blind. Yeah. Um, and they just weeded themselves out or the relationship just naturally kind of fell apart. But I can't recall ever having anybody in my life that was fake. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had anybody in my friend group that was fake. I think I've had people who couldn't measure up to what I needed in a friendship eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but not necessarily like <laughs> a sheep a wolf and what is it yeah wolf, wolf and sheep's, sheep's clothing. clothing i've i don't i've had that problem yeah because i normally Thank can God. i can sense that and i'm like oh so this is what we doing mm-hmm. thank <laughs> goodness you know because i feel you know it's very disheartening and you know sad for people that do have a whole lot of fake friends around them mm. first thing that comes to mind for me is celebrities you know yes. they probably likely have a lot of fake people around them that are just buying and trying to use them to get to help them get get on and get famous mm-hmm. or get rich or whatnot you know um so that makes them much more cautious and wary mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. such a toxic thing to be engaged in I agree. I saw this little video clip on the tick of talks and um, this girl, they were all going to a major um, like huge steakhouse situation or whatever. And she didn't have no money, but she still wanted to go. And so what she did was she went by McDonald's and pulls the McDonald's fries out of her bag at this expensive steakhouse. And then somebody had stitched it, which means they talked you know, to the video and talk to us as we watching the video. And, um, there's like, girl, that's not your friends. 
Because yeah. if those were your real friends, they would have either picked a different restaurant mm-hmm. so that you could afford it, or they would have been like, "Now nah, we got you." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it it kind of makes me be like, "Okay, yeah, you." It's just certain ways you move. Now, of course, if she always ain't got no money, then that's something different. You need to <laughs> have a different conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that that was a little that was a little rough. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's disheartening. Because I was like, I gotta go eat my food we're not gonna do that yeah i'd be like yeah deuces i'll see y'all on the flip side Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. the next one is fun friend now the fun friend is going to be probably more like an acquaintance as well um they're the person that you normally see out at parties you love to invite them to various events they're normally kind of like the life of the party they're always fun um yeah, they're they're kind of like your wing person sometimes too. You know, they gonna get we it be jumping. Clubbing. Yeah, <laughs> these them friends. I've had some of these in the past. Like somebody you can just call. You'd be like, "Girl, let's go to, you know, somewhere." Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm like, I can't even remember a lot of the places back in the day. But uh, let's go to the library. That was a place in Dallas back in the day. Um, you know, you just be like, let's go here. Let's do this. Let's go have drinks. You know, this is the person that, you know, is, is down for whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, yeah. hey, you know, but they have their place. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that if you need to go out and you want to just, you know, kind of have fun and just escape from life for a moment that this person is there to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And you do need people like that because, you know, some friends are going to be more serious and much more emotionally driven. And some people are going to be like, we had, this would be a quality surface. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about what is the quality of a service person, that would be a quality of surface. Cause a fun friend is likely not going to be somebody you're going to go deep with. No. And you do have to be mindful of the fun friend because they tend, they can tend to take it to the extremes, like with the partying, drinking a lot, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So you do have to kind of be mindful of that, especially if that's not, um, if y'all are not on the same level of friendship with each other. Because you be, wake up, you be done, had a situation, pop up, we ain't got time for that. Is that true? <laughs> Uh, but and before Doctor Wall gets to the next one, I would also you know kind of l- remind everybody that your friend can fall in multiple categories. Yeah, you know it's not that this just because the person is the fun friend that they're also not the first friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people can fall in multiple areas. It's not just simply one 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 one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Prime example, uh, my friend Trish. She is the fun friend in every group. <laughs> She everybody is. knows that mm-hmm. but she's also the forever friend she's one of my first friends like she she falls in like multiple categories so you can you can wear multiple hats just make sure they fit properly mm-hmm. and and they transition in stages so don't just think that as soon as you meet somebody oh they get ready to fall in all categories no they typically start off somewhere mm-hmm. even if it's just a surface friend they typically start off somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. agreed the next one is my favorite. Um, <laughs> it's the fierce friend. This is the friend who know who you know will always have your back. So if someone going to pop off or you need somebody to come hold your hand. Girl, let's happen, go get this. That person. <laughs> Where yet? Yeah. I'm egg, on my way. Egg and if, that, if you don't have one of those around you, then that person is probably you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But make sure you... If you are the fierce friend, make sure you also have a fierce friend. It doesn't have to be the person that you are the fierce friend towards, but do make sure you're getting that reciprocated in some way because that position can be very draining. Mm-hmm. 
reciprocal beneficial relationships yes all the time (laughs) the next one is the for now friend a for now friend is someone who you already know isn't going to stick around for the long run some type of circumstance brought you together y'all kind of have an okay vibe and you know you're like hey we're cool but when you look back over your life you're not going to really remember that person like that those are probably work friends she jumped right into my <laughs> yeah. head and took it right on out. See, talking about energy and vibes. Um, but that's exactly what I was going to say. That's co-worker friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty easy. Yeah, That's probably the easiest category. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are also, of course, other levels of, you know, for now friends. But the easiest one to identify will most likely be co-workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one is fickle friends. These friends run very hot and cold. One day they're your best friend. The next day they've distanced themselves from you. You often feel like you have some type of whiplash trying to keep up with them. Um, I look at these people as a lot of times you see this type of person be very territorial with you. If things don't go their way, then that dictates what type of friend they're going to be to you. So these relationships can be very toxic if you do not have firm boundaries in place. And those are the type mm-hmm. of relationships I don't have. <laughs> Amen. You were so matter of fact on that one. <laughs> I wasn't sure if something else was coming after that. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I like, can't either. I ain't going to go into depths about that those couple of relationships but it's just too much like i i need to know where i'm at in my relationships i don't have to know all the specifics but if you either you riding or you got to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i just um that to me makes me um more combative and i don't need nothing else no. making me combative <laughs> so i just no there's a protective measure that ends up coming out because yeah. there's there's an element of consistent rejection in those mm-hmm. type of relationships mm-hmm. and that's yeah. not what you want in a friendship right absolutely not mm. yeah i have a, a friendship that was kind of like that and setting boundaries you know it was something definitely that took time to learn mm-hmm. on how to set a boundary and communicate the frustration of you know, that dance that happens in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with you. If you don't have firm boundaries or you tend to forgive very often or um, you are a fear abandonment and losing mm-hmm. people, that that will k- have you keeping a fickle friend way longer than what you probably need to. And mm-hmm. if you're a person that has anxiety, that will continue to uh, drive your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get some stability. Yep. yep. The next one is familiar friend and a familiar friend is someone who you were probably super close to at one point. And even though you aren't close anymore, they're still in your life, but you will find yourself wondering, could there be more? Am I just hanging out with this person because it's comfortable and familiar? Mm-hmm. So th- I think this is one of those relationships where you have to know when to commit. And, and when, as you're thinking about that, you have to be mindful of being judgmental mm-hmm. um because it, there could be some reasons why you have not or how, why you all have not allowed your friendship to go any further and both of you can be afraid of you know committing to this friendship and both of you could be judgmental towards one another yeah very true outgrowing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that one too and i think the familiar friend is um 
to kind of piggyback and add on to what you're saying um, can be based in fear. Mm, yes, you know yeah. of letting this person go mm-hmm. you know especially if you don't have a huge circle to begin with mm-hmm. you know you may keep this person around because they are familiar and it's at least someone that knows me and I have a relationship with mm-hmm. yeah you remember you can love somebody and not be super close with them anymore it don't mean that you wish them harm or death or something like that it's just like okay I just don't rock with you like that no more but I still got mad love for you Mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to do that in order to make room for a different relationship because like we've said on several sessions there are times in our lives especially four or five years four and a half to five years we start changing and we need something different Mm -hmm. so the same thing you need this year you may not need next year in a friendship and it may have just taken its course Mm -hmm. yep The next one is flaky friends. (laughs) This is the friend who you have to make plans with six times before something finally sticks. They're very inconsistent. They're not really worried about like how this affects you. And it could be because they're absent minded or it could just be like, this is a personality flaw. Mm -hmm. I don't have those either. No. Mm -mm. No. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be irritating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the closest that I probably (laughs) after is that you know when it's introvert friends and we just call each other because we know we're not going nowhere (laughs) um you know in isolation separately yeah (laughs) i think this can be difficult for long distance friends Mm -hmm. yeah that you can you know kind of inadvertently become the flaky become flaky friends with one another Mm -hmm. just from distance yeah you know, because it gets the further you are away from someone, the harder it is to maintain that relationship because you don't have that proximity, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't necessarily make it bad. Mm-mm. But I think if I had to kind of say what type of friend could easily fall into this category it would be a long distance friendship. I would also say a uh, single if you're friends with a single mother because they're not mm-hmm. necessarily able to quickly find a babysitter or you know something like mm-hmm. that yeah I mean, that's just an adjustment that means right. okay we got to do more stuff with the kiddo right. or we had to make sure we set up things well in advance you know yeah adjust um the final friendship that we have is the forever friend a forever friend is someone that you know will be around for forever it's just the bond you have you've been in each other's lives for a while through all these ups and downs it's just when we talk about you have that chemistry or what I've been hearing a lot of is that um you have a soulmate in a friend that's that's your forever friend like Mm -hmm. stuff can go on y'all can maybe fall out but you know y'all always gonna be there for each other you may just need a little cool down time (laughs) um and then you can come back (laughs) yeah no, I like that. I had one friend come to mind instantly, but mm-hmm. I will not go into any detail <laughs> at all. But uh, I agree. I will say I have a f- couple of um, maybe two or three people in mind that I would say are forever friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I think all of us need those people. Oh, yeah. You know, because those are the ones that are going to pretty much probably fit all of the categories at one point in time Mm -hmm. in various degrees um, and give you all of the stuff that you, you need, you want, and you don't want. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what your tribe is made up of. Mm -hmm. It's not always rainbows, unicorns, kicks and giggles. Like you, you need 
your friendships to be able, like I said earlier, to challenge you, to help you grow and mm-hmm. you got to do the work, but they can, you know, light that flame. I know that I tend to be a, a motivator, you know, for a lot of people. Um, but I also have to make sure that I have my own motivators mm-hmm. because I'll be look up, looking up, giving everything to somebody and I'm not getting any of that in return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, uh, I am a healer obviously, because I'm a therapist and <laughs> I'm also a, a motivator. Uh, I think, I think we have to find friends that like you, we have to find friends to help us to begin to love ourselves because mm-hmm. if you don't have those type of friends in your life that can be your cheerleader, but can also, um, give you some criticism with love and, and still help you to respect yourself while also re- helping them to respect themselves as they're giving you this criticism, you know, that you, you don't have the right people in your life. If you can't, if those are not the friendships or relationships you have in your life, you have to have that all of those. Mm-hmm. Cause you have to be able to love yourself. You have to be able to do some self reflections when you have those type of people in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that I use with my clients a lot. And we talked about this when we discussed um, lines in the sand, uh, which was the boundary session is I came up with something called circles of trust. And so you have, you know, your inner circle, the the smallest circle, inner circle, and that's just you and whoever your higher power is. But then you have all these other circles around that circle and you have to recognize where you need to place everybody in your life, whatever type of friend they are, because if you put them in the wrong spot, it is going to mess up everything around you. It's going to mess up your homeostasis. It's going to mess up how you're seeing the world. And then it becomes more work than it's worth. And I don't know if y'all have ever had that experience, but ain't nobody trying to do that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah when you have the wrong when you have people in the wrong spot you can definitely feel a different kind of way about yourself mm-hmm. and it's not healthy not mm-hmm. at all not at all mm. wow yeah so okay. that's how we build our tribe y'all mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else that we can add <laughs> you know it's discernment Yes, mm-hmm. you know, go back and listen to the session on discernment. I can't remember the title, but it's something in a, it's in creative. the description box. <laughs> <laughs> she says something creative. Um, but you know, I think there's a level of discernment that happens, and just as a reminder, you know, it's not just about adding to your circle on when it, we talk about building. It's about placement. It's about adding placement and withdrawal. All mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. So, you you know, you're going to have to make adjustments all around to build the quality team, the quality, you know, people uh, in your life so that you can feel and believe and know mm-hmm. that the people that you have there are supposed to be there. Yeah. You know, one thing I just want to add is we do want to give a big thank you to our squad team which is our family okay interns (laughs) 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 and you know we haven't done this in a while it just popped up in my head i do want to make sure we give a shout out to all the countries and states that are following us uh giving a shout out to the philippines sweden canada sudan puerto rico italy guyana kuwait serbia united arab emirates Germany, Ireland, Australia, the United Kingdom, India, France, 
Netherlands and United States and almost all 50 states are following us. And we just want to thank all of y'all for rocking with us almost for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. In turn. So, you know, we typically kind of end off trying to, you know, leave you with some, you know, nice rounded up knowledge, but nuggets, nuggets. (laughs) So, you know, we got two nuggets for you today. So we want you to remember, you know, that everybody in your circle is not in your corner. But to say that in a much more eloquent way, we have, as I said, the word eloquent wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Jones Hines will take us on out. So our quote for today is by Alex L. Surround yourself with people who add value to your life, who challenge you to be greater than you were yesterday, who sprinkle magic into your existence, just like you do theirs. Life isn't meant to be done alone. Find your tribe and journey freely and loyally together. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.